Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is a bunch of gamers. This is our 96th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. Two years? I'm gonna go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, speaks in sweet whispers. He is a theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bonars. Hi, my name is George. I am playing William Groves Matrices. He is a Fostern Arun of the Glasswalkers. Last time, the Pax completed their visions through the lands of Erebus. All but one were able to make it ashore. Roy Mindscape, unable to grasp the final lesson, left behind. Now, they continue their journey. Kyle, washed upon the shore, you then see Dimitri, then Zeb. You wait for a few moments more before Cora arrives. You stand there for an uncomfortable amount of time before Mark finally washes ashore. As you all wait, as you see the tide seeming to carry Roy before he is carried back out into the lake, as you see your guardians appear behind you, their silvery bodies glowing brightly as they nod, and they wrap each of you in blankets and offer comfort as they slowly walk you into the great citadel of slate and silver before handing you your belongings, your clothes, your fetishes, any money you had upon your person are all gifted to you. Cora, you notice that Kyle looks a bit older. His hair seems a little frazzled. He, he see his his facial hair even seems a tiny bit thicker. Kyle, you notice that Cora's hair is longer. She seems a little bit taller. And same with and Mark comes out and he his face looks less boyish, for lack of a better word. Dimitri, you look at Zeb and Zeb's facial hair is rather unkempt. You see a couple, one or two gray hairs. Not nothing major, just one or two small gray hairs hanging out in the beard. And Zeb, you notice that the boyish face of Dimitri has grown as he looks more like a young young man than an older kid. Yeah, I'll look rough. <laughs> it's good to see you all. Kyle, you look older. Cora, you look taller. Cora looked down at herself. I don't feel taller, but everyone does look quite different. How long were we in Erebus? I don't know how long we were. We went through our trials. How long we've been here? Doesn't seem. Game with that a merit, long. time, sense, apply. It's, like, a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a one point merit. It's oh. just the merit. You know what? T- you know how much time has passed. You know what time it is. I think that's GM discretion. Yeah, GM discretion in this case. I'm going to say that you know a fair amount of time has passed. You you don't have a scramble, but 
Are our guardians still with us? Yeah, they're waiting patiently. Okay. Uh, Cora's gonna go up to the one that she believes is hers and just ask, hey, how long have we been here? You should get dressed. The lady is waiting for you. Cora will follow what they said start getting dressed. While she's getting dressed, uh, who's the lady? Your guardian speaks up. The lady Charles, in part of the realm. Well, we don't want to keep the lady waiting. I say we should dress up. And so you dress up and you go through the doors as they open them up and they let you through. You see grand stained glass imagery of Garu serving Gaia, various scenes throughout Garu history, atrocities, some of the Garu who committed them, and them coming to Erebus. Before you see a great silver throne and a great Krinos with silvery fur, pitch black eyes, and surrounded by a lambent flame that glows gloriously before she shifts into a beautiful black woman with silver hair and a robe of silver and red as she sits before you and she looks you over. So these are the ones, her voice echoing through the citadel. She gets up and she walks over and she whispers the same thing into each of your ears. She whispers the secret of Erebus. Redemption must come from within. The pain this this place causes burns away any physical taint. But anything that comes from the mind, the soul, comes from within to see and confront one's flaws and show a willingness to change in both word and deed. That comes from thee. All of you gain one permanent dot of honor, one permanent dot of wisdom, and you suddenly have knowledge of a right that just exists in your mind. The right is known as the right of the Silver Forge. And finally, it now takes you five successes to Frenzy and seven successes to reach Thrall of the Worm instead of four and six. As Karis sits back in her great throne and goes, what do you think of my realm? It's equally beautiful and terrifying. Necessary and wondrous, but I hope you understand I'll be avoiding visiting. She smiles. I will echo my comrade in saying it is necessary, perhaps almost required for some, duly terrifying, but that too necessary. I, I don't know if I have the, the words to describe it, but I'll, I'll repeat what my friends have said. It is breathtaking, terrifying, and necessary. Mark kind of wants to look back and kind of just pretty, pretty much kind of have a slight mourning for Roy. What is the matter? Mark guides the fallen. I'm just sad for my for my ally, Roy Mindscape. I watched him wash away. He can always come ashore. Perhaps one day he has till the end of the world. So not all the time, but he still has some. 
Well, I will pray for him. You have all done well, and you have washed away the sins of your past, and this allows you to capture and change your future. And so I must ask, do any of you wish to follow a different phase of Luna? To serve a different spirit? Coral will shake her head no. I'll have to decline, great spirit. As she stands up and she goes, follow me. As she starts to guide you all down under the throne room, as you move through the caverns, more intricately carved shale and silver, creating beautiful patterns, before you see a great gate of silver. This gate will take you anywhere in the entire Talarium you wish to go. Simply think of it and step through. Mark will kind of turn around and look at Kyle and Cora, and he'll say, anywhere, perhaps maybe we should return to Steel Mountain to see the results of what was done. It makes sense to me. It'll be a weight off our minds. Ill omens, is this agreeable? Yeah, we'll follow you there. That's agreeable to me. So you all form the Steel Mountain in your mind, clasping hands, you step through the gates together before you hear a whirl of paper and a bunch of people screaming, what the fuck? What happened here? Jesus Christ! As you all crash on a desk as there is a meeting happening, as you see Carson leads a steel throwing his arms back going, what? And you see several glass walkers, some you recognize, some you don't, as well as others here as they all look you over, as you see Leeds of Steel going, Fomori's Bane? The Ill Omens? Favorite problem, children. We're back. Ow. It's, it's been so long. How, where have you been? Oh, how long has it been? Well, your sept is supposed to be having a moot today. I assumed... But, uh, so let's see. It is December the 12th. December the 12th? Uh, 2021. Jesus. Well, yeah. we've been gone a long time. Let's get off the table. Please. <laughs> we'll help clean up. Yeah, sorry. As he looks you all over. Just, so you've been, yeah, you've been gone almost two years. It definitely didn't feel that long. Time in the Umbra is weird. Time means nothing in the Umbra, two hearts. We were not just in the Umbra, we were... We went to Erebus. And the whole room is in stunned silence. Very impressive. We were going to send some delegates to, to Sacred Stone for your... your moot. We'd be happy to go with them. Alright, William! Yes, sir. These are our illustrious friends from the Sacred Stone that you'd heard some stories of who helped us get ready for the purge. These people. It's a pleasure to meet your acquaintances. It's a pleasure to meet you. Mark will come forward with a hand and say, I'm Mark Guards the Fallen. Uh, William grows matrices. Cyberdogs were purged. Most, a few escaped to the Cyber Realm, but not many. We proved our loyalty to the nation. Glad to hear it. Hopefully not too many innocents were slain. We're hoping. Some of the younger ones reformed. A few 
threw down their arms. I know a few joined the random interrupts who weren't at the Grand Moot, turned themselves in, and offered to prove their chance of redemption for joining the Cyberdogs. Most of the Elders and Afro were killed, though I know of one or two that escaped into the Cyber Realm, as I had said. But it seems after that purge, the Spider Lords had wanted to do less, wanted to have less to do with my tribe as a whole, and so our visas, so to speak, have been revoked to Uptown. I'm glad to see that you, your Sept, and your tribe are safe. I though I'm sorry that. for the long-lasting consequences. Consequences come. It's better than falling to the Weaver. Eh, much has changed. Where's your Stargazer? He remains. I'm sorry to hear that. I thought perhaps that he went with the others to their their great concordant. It's the third one in nearly two years. Something's happening. As great Kairos has told us, he still has time. But it is his time. Yes. Well, we plan on opening the moon bridge in two hours. If you want to get something to eat and talk to William, we also are trying to branch out and making sure that the Steel Mountain stays on everyone's good side. So we'll be sending Dylan Eye in the Sky as well as Tammy Bulletstorm here so that we show that we've absorbed other tribes into our set. Tammy here is a Black Fury. Pleasure to meet you, Bulletstorm. Pleasure is mine. And she looks over at Korra and gives kind of a, a challenging grin. Hello. It's nice to meet you. You too, sister. I'm sure it'll be a pleasant journey back to the Sacred Stone. I'm hoping so. Hmm. Anyway, I'm going to go to the break room uh, if anyone else needs me. Uh, as she goes, oh, as she pulls out some paper out from under Mark's ass, kind of hits it off. And these are the reports I'll be filing. Uh, thanks, everyone. Mark will kind of scratch the back of his, back of his head nervously, kind of. <laughs> I think we should head to the break room, too. Get some yes. food and water. Let's get something to eat. Feels like I haven't eaten in two years. It gives us an opportunity to know Gro's matrices better. I could do with some food. As uh, Leeds of Steel goes, go on, William. We've got all your stuff here. You can you can go meet these these ones. Be a good opportunity. Thank you, sir. Well, let's get going. Lead on. It's been a bit since I've been here. Since we've all been here. So you guys get to the the break room. There's a couple bagels, some breakfasty stuff, some. Scrambled eggs, some breakfast sausage, no bacon. I was gonna be like, Cora sheds a tear, but bacon. <laughs> some some English muffins and coffee. Mark's got a pile it on. No, 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 no. William, I'm Zeb. This is Hal's in memory. How long have you been working here? A few months, actually. Been traveling a little bit here and there, and. Just kind of during the Cyberdog purge, ended up here after dealing with one of my packmates who fell to the Weaver. I'm sorry for your loss. I'm not sorry at all. They fell to the Weaver. They knew what they knew what they were dealing with. They made that choice themselves. Had to be done though. 
very dutiful outlook on your part. We, uh, I suppose we're united in loss, knowing the same very recently. His choices did, were a bit more obscured. I did hear about about Roy a little bit. I guess he wasn't so enlightened as as he claimed to have been. These things happen. Yep, that they tend to do in Erebus. Or so I, I've heard. I've never been myself. Tammy sits down. Few have. It's impressive if she comes in, sits on the... Sits on her chair, has a nice little spread crunching down. It'll be good to get out of here, though. <laughs> Bit of a show saying that the Steel Mountain's ready to ready for war, though, if you ask me. I wonder what Leeds of Steel is thinking. Keegan, like, just looking around here, did the did the ambiance of the place change? I'm, yeah, I'm it's guessing little, it has. Yeah, it's a little little less, uh, or it's still kind of corporate-y, given Leeds of Steel's uh, camp. But it's definitely, like, you see way less cyber fetishes, obviously. You see, it seems more like a like an impeccable, amazing like office, like cutting edge in terms of productivity and collaboration. You mentioned war, Tammy? With who? Oh, just in general. Things have been getting kind of dicey since you guys have been gone. Uh, disease shut down the whole fucking world for a while, and so we thought it gave us breathing room, but Bane's just used that as an opportunity to really permeate the, the umbra so to speak. And so they're sending two Aruns, as she points to herself, and grows matrices, and a Ragabosh as delegates. That's clearly sending a signal. Like, like a plague? Yeah, it's still around. Has it affected the nation at all? Was it only just the Hamids? Kin. Kin went down. Our regeneration's good enough to deal with it. Zeb, I believe we discussed some plans to help the local kinfolk in Colorado. We may have our work cut out for us. I reckon there's been no lack of that, but I agree. More hands to help, boss. That's absolutely nuts. And so you just said Baines went crazy and fighting broke out? Kept us out of the physical world for a while, which, uh, according to the monkey wrenches, was a bad call ton of Pentex subsidiaries blew up overnight. Major profit margins, changing business landscape. Well, how bad was it? Uh, she just goes, reaches into Will's pocket, and pulls out a cell phone, so unlocking the screen before going to Google and showing, and then just typing in news based on current events and i thought we were having the tough time yeah fuck but it certainly means there's much work to be done for the nation for all the tribes as she hands will back his phone and goes there you go will as you hear the weaver spirit in your phone shudder from the wild energy she'd used to basically cause the phone to unlock you do whatever you want, huh? For most as long as you didn't break my shit. Would never. As she smiles. I, I gave her like a look. Like one of those. I don't trust you, but I'm trusting you. Kind of looks. 
squinty eyes. Anyway, this will be my first trip to the Sacred Stone as well. We've been... This place has been trying to build up its numbers after they did the purge. A lot, a lot of cyber dogs went down. And so they reached out to my tribe and some Fianna as well. But uh, the Fianna decided against it. So instead, there's just a couple of us Black Furies and two Shadow Lords. Well, it's an improvement over before, at least. Things were uh, too Glasswalker focused here. Yeah. That's why the Tribe of the Wild is glad to help. That's why there's three of us Furies here. And, well, luckily neither of Grandfather Thunder's children are Judges of Doom, but they, they are definitely Litany-focused. should see Aliona, the Unmoving Mountain. She's Afrophilodox and is hard as nails. She's definitely a woman you're going to want to respect. Not that you shouldn't respect women. Well, uh, I'll be sure to keep that in mind, though I don't know how much time we'll be spending here outside of just leaving later today. Guess that's in, fair. In the midst of Mark's chewing, he's going to kind of let out the question of, with the use of the moon bridge, are we going to need talents? No, they're going to let us through. Awesome. Get back to munching. Oh, Keegan, so the the purge is fully known now. Yeah. So, and, okay, and she knows about it. Does anyone know our part in it? I guess, like... Yeah, they they know. Okay. At least the Glasswalkers okay. know, yeah. Alright. Well, that, probably just keep that to within that group then and not spread that extra, just in case. Alright. I'm sure our return to Sacred Stone will surprise a lot of people. I'm sure it'll be interesting. <laughs> At least. Yeah, I heard All they them? got real traditional over there. At least in terms of their moots. You speak of older brother? Uh, older brother. There's still other tribes there. I know that there's still a good good unicorn presence, and their their warder is a silver fang, and their worm foe is a get a Fenris. What of Malcolm Wormherder? Is he still assuming many uh, positions there not that i've heard i heard he left but no one's heard it from him and his pack in months months well it's not exactly out of character indeed not one of his stature i look forward to seeing how bloodwind settled in as wormfo has there been any news of the sept of the five mirrors uh it seems like they're just keep on keeping on i've heard a couple things it sounds like they're doing good work, but they're getting hit with the same same issue. Unseasonally hot, meaning that the Karen grounds have been growing and the Karen waters have been receding. Mm. It is disheartening to hear as soon as I come back, but... Oh shit, you've only been inside. Come on. Up. Okay. Oh. Okay. Come on. <laughs> as she walks by... One of the, uh, the kin. Hey Dave, we're just going out. They don't need badges, they're with me. As you recall, it is December and she is in just a t-shirt. And you all walk outside and it is 60 degrees. Um. Well, this isn't no. right. Weather's reporting, we're gonna have a high in two days of 72 degrees. Mid-December. Yeah, mid-December, it's been crazy this year unheard of this doesn't feel right more signs 
I guess we go on a walk and look around and see a bit of Denver while we're waiting. As you start walking and you just hear Tammy going, and I beheld the fourth sign. The worm grew powerful. Its wings fanned the breeze of decay. It spread its disease and they were horrible. I saw other plumes rising like death spears towards the beautiful sky, piercing it, letting Father Son burn and parch Gaia. The air grew hot, even in the dark of winter. It was warm. The plants withered in the sun. A cry of pain and disease arose from the dying forest as one of the relations cried tears of mourning. Not quite the sight we wanted to return to. Yeah, for sure. All the more troubling to see the prophecy fulfilled. Inch by inch. Right, Silent Strider? Inch by inch. But that's why we're here. Don't let your spirits be disheartened. So you guys walk around Denver for a bit before finally returning to Steel Mountain as the moon bridge is open. As you enter the Umbra and you notice that there are significantly less weaver spirits here. Most of the spirits are Gaian, and mo- many are associated with, of course, the totem of the Karen, Almighty Dollar Bill. Lisa Steele nods and goes, Good luck. Say hi to the elders for me. And do. You launch up, and you are greeted by the familiar face of the lupus born gatekeeper. Calls the knight, looks you over, and goes, Kyle? Cora? Mark? Calls the knight? Calls the knight? It has been some time. This calls the knight looks at Howls in memory. Howls in memory? Calls the knight, it's good to see you again. Where have you all been? We have just returned from Erebus. After a stop at Steel Mountain. So Stephen wasn't lying when he was defending you in front of the council. Uh, What do you mean? Well... They finally decided to raid the Black Spiral Hive. Turns out that Leech, Nicholas, had been feeding names to Black Spiral dancers. And then they used their ragabosh to kidnap them. That's why we lost contact with so many kin before you guys left. We found out a few weeks later. We performed the raid and we were able to save some of our kin, not all, and we saved some of the Spiral kin and released them. But we lost several of our own in the battle. That's why we actually, last moot, had declared a concordant. Every Garu in the region will be coming, and we will be performing a grand raid in about five months now. While word gets around from sept to sept. We'll be here for it. We shall prepare. Who did we lose? Eric Ironshadow. He returned from his journey with the Haken. Joined the battle. Tatiana sings for the brave, and Jean taunts the darkness. Mark's gonna mumble uh, some prayers for the fallen Garu, and he's gonna do his best with his human hands to kind of make the glyphs of their names. We've gained others, of course, but as time went on, but we've also made peace with the the leeches. We did it last year. So Nicholas still lives then? He does, but he is no longer in this city, from what I can understand. A leech named Vincent Russo ousted Nicholas. We tried to do a raid against him, and 
When we attacked, there were black spirals defending him. Nearly killed Bloodwind. Then we were able to get in contact with this Vincent through a Shadow Lord who joined the Karen. Alvin Stormchaser, elder of the Shadow Lords. True Philodox, too. His negotiating skills were great, and we were able to get a deal. What is Vin that deal? Vincent has agreed to inform us immediately when, if Nicholas is ever spotted in the city again. On top of that, his three subjects, I suppose, are going to help, and he gave us a total number uh, he has agreed to give us the count of leeches in the city. There are six leeches in the city. And their power has been greatly diminished, given that this Nicholas was the one who had most of the connections. It seems that the one with the next amount of connections was a similar breed of leech. I don't understand. Apparently leeches divide themselves into tribes like we do. We've heard a little bit about that, yeah. Oh, you missed Visions of Battle's Rite of Passage as well. That happened recently, given how old he was when his first change happened. Oh. How is he, by the way? He's good. Still packless, but he's searching. Rumors have it he's going to wait for Gabriella to finish her Rite of Passage. She was much younger, and so she required more training to make sure that she was ready for in mind, body, and spirit to face the rite of passage. Understandably. She's also, she's doing well. She has a couple more her age in the Karen. It's fantastic to hear that we have more pups. Yes. It is, it is very good. Very... <sighs> Don, Don Paddock joined us. She's a 16-year-old. She has ties to older brother. And then Kurt Makov, Howling King, King's son. Does the council still hold in Sacred Stone? Yes, we still have a council. It has been agreed that given how many times Sacred Stone has changed hands and how things were out of balance, that a more traditional approach would be taken with the Cairn, especially for the Moots. So the Moots may be a bit more strict, but... I think you'll get much out of it. Last we left Sacred Stone, the spiritual fabric was certainly in flux. Have rites been performed? Of course. Older Brother has made sure that the rites are performed. Ah, since you have returned, it should be noted that you will not be able to be on Karen grounds tomorrow night after the sun sets. Older Brother tradition? Older brother will be performing our rites in secret so that we can hold them. As is theirs to do. Oh, Mark, you may wish to speak to the Caller of the Wild. I know that they plan on using several thirges for the, the moot tonight. Oh, of course. It'd be great to get back to some sep duties. Something way, way familiar. Who do I need to speak to? You'll want to talk to one of the newcomers. Uh, Seize Unseen. Seas Unseen. Thank you. Sure. She's a Fostern. Uh, you'll see her. She's all. She has all the tattoos and no hair. 
I'll be easy to spot. Uh, Mark will uh, turn to Cora and Kyle and pretty much ask, is there anything you need of me right now? I could go perform, help perform these uh, rites and help prepare for the moot. I think we can put off visiting Bear for just a little while, if you want to do that. I, With the news of a plague, I would really like to check in on Eleanor. Well, I certainly wouldn't want to miss that. Would there be time for me to commune with my pack and my totem? As I would simply ask what the Call of the Wild needs of you. Of course. I'll, I'll just do that. I'll be right back. You see the young woman. She's standing tall. A young Native American woman. She's completely hairless. No, no eyebrows, no nothing. She has several tattoos all along her body. All of them of like the punk rock scene. And she goes, can I help you? Seize the unseen. I am Mark Guides the Fallen and I'm here to help. I've been told you're the caller of the wild. Yes, I'm the new caller of the wild. So, Mark. Oh, I've heard your name thrown around here before. Uh, we're trying to get positions filled for Shining Ones. Do you want to fill the position of Unicorn? I'm not familiar with this. Well, Shining One. Explain. We'll, yeah, sure. We'll need you when we do the Inner Sky portion of the moot. You will be playing surrogate of your tribal totem. So we're going to need you to summon jagglings of Unicorn to oversee this. And then, of course, you and your pack will need to summon your pack totem. And then you will play Unicorn and you'll be part of the intricate dance as we honor the spirits who watch over this place. Oh, of course. I'll gladly help out in this. This is a great honor. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. We'll just need you for the right. So as long as you're here... We should be fine. Thank you very much, Mark Guides the Fallen. It's a very old position. Few tribes keep it, but older brothers always try to make it right. No problem, Seized Unseen. It's perfectly all right. I'm glad to help. And Mark will uh, politely excuse himself and then give a Gaia's Blessing gif glyph hand wave and make his way back to uh, Ill Omens in Fomori's Bane. As Tammy grabs William on the shoulder... Hey, I'm gonna go talk to some of my sisters. Uh, Paints with Twilight's here. She's huge. Great, great member of the tribe. I wanna learn a bit from her. You gonna be good on your I'll, own? Yeah, I'll be fine on my own. I've got ill omens and Fomori's Bane that I can keep track of. I can also go and talk to the elders here. Alright, sounds good. I know. Yeah, go. By all means, go have fun. Thanks. She heads off. Just trudging through dirt. Once again, it's like like 65 degrees. Not a cloud in the sky. So, for Maury's Bane, we were thinking about heading over to see Bear. Last time we saw him, he was in pretty rough shape. So, we've got some some talking to do with him. Elements, will you be just okay hanging out? Or No, we'll be fine. I tell you what, you could have changed the name of this place. I don't think we would have known the difference. This is being here for the first time. It's different. Well, two years is a long time for change to happen. Yeah. We'll be alright. We'll see you soon, uh, then. Yeah, William, <laughs> it was good to meet you. We'll, we'll be back in a little while. Take care. See so you guys. Guys, blessings. As you guys start to head off, 
And so, Kyle, Cora, Mark, you enter the Umbra as you start to find the trails. The Umbra felt a little stickier than normal, passing through. The gauntlet, a little rougher, almost like warm, like silk just out of the drier warmth as you start to walk through the moon paths and you get to Bear's idyllic realm. The trees are, of course, without leaves. The river running slowly, but not frozen over, but it's pleasant and you do hear some birds chirping before you hear a great yawn from the cave before the bear spirit steps out, robust and rather round from a fall of gorging upon berries and food. No tumors, no rotted teeth. The bear looks you over and you can feel the smile radiating as you hear inside your head. My children, welcome home. You look so healthy. Mark's gonna run and just bury his body in his giant belly. Just (laughs) Yeah, exact same. Full sprint into hug. Cora follow follow him. You all smash into the bears. The bear clasps all of you and slowly falls backwards, hanging onto all of you as your legs kick up into the air as he lands on his back. Mark will also let out a hearty guffaw. <sighs> you all feel and smell so good, as if cleansed, cleaned in fresh spring water. We've returned from Erebus, Father Bear. I could sense your return. I could feel it as clearly as I could suddenly see again. I could hear the birds again. And, well... My skin no longer tickled my ribs. I'm so sorry we did that to you. I'm so glad that you've come back. And I'm glad to see you so healthy and full, Bear. Of course, it's winter. It is a bit hot for December, Bear. It was similar last season. Black Fury, we've made acquaintance with, mentioned the fourth prophecy, and it's hard not to argue with her. But I... I think it's just good to spend some time with you, Bear. Just being here. It's good that you're back. I'll see you tonight. The other totems have told me of being summoned for every loot. Oh, of course. And Mark will tell of what he went and spoke of with the Caller of the Wild with and his position as a Shining One for a Unicorn and how him and uh, Fomori's Bane will summon Bear help summon bear for the totem to be present during the moot, and so on and so forth. Not with quite as idyllic memory as Kyle. Good, that's good. Are you ready to bring some healing? Gaia knows the city could use it. Indeed. I'm... I'm ready to help him play my role. We'll do our best. Meanwhile, Dimitri and Zeb you're walking along as you're trying to come up with some stories. As you do feel the tether between you and Owl just kind of flicker a bit. Do you feel that too, Zab? I do, Owls in memory. I do. I think perhaps 
the stories can wait. We'll go as we are. As you go and you get to the oasis, it's fairly warm, but the pool of water is inviting and cool before you see the great owl spirit land. Howls in memory, speaks in sweet whispers. It has been some time. It has, great one. We, atter- we return one fewer. I felt the snapping of his thread, and I feel it strains the thread between me and you two. We're in search of another now. Strengthen that thread. As you see the claw open up and drop a piece of red thread into your hand. Here, hold it to your heart and find one who is worthy. Though it seems one may have been delivered to you. I mean, I will. You'll hold it there now. You'll seek them out, Great One. Your pack will have much do in the times to come, Zeb speaks in sweet whispers, for I foresee it. This pack will have one who is closer to the closer to the spider, and one closer to the swirling cosmos of infinity. One who plays the original purpose, the one who balances the two. You will have to walk in the lands of the dead, seeking dead cats long since extinct. For only then will one who is destined to return have the road revealed to them. The calling will come soon. We'll seek this one out and we'll be ready. As you return and you now have a little bit of time to start discussing your stories. And Grows Matrices, what are you doing during all this? I am going to enjoy the prep for the moot. Most likely reach out to the elders and send them the regards of Leads of Steel or Leads as Steel. Okay. Worm Charmer as- binds the darkness and Swift Judgment, some of the elders here, all thank you for your contribution. As they go, thank you. It's good that Leads of Steel remembers us. I know that he had been a bit weary since the transition with the loss of final days. He has not forgotten this cairn, Sacred Stone. And it is because of that he has not forgotten. He has sent three of his own with Bamori's Bane and Ill Omens to make sure that they arrive safely. As they all look a bit surprised. I heard some news from the Bon, says Binds the Darkness. But I wasn't sure if they were actually here. What a pleasant surprise. Yes, they have come back from Erebus. It is mind-blowing to hear that. Yes, Stephen had mentioned we'd send spirits to seek them out, and no spirits, all the spirits we sent, vanished. I know Kyle had told me he was disappearing for some time, but he was light on the specifics. It is good as some were starting to wonder if their status as Garu who lived here should be revoked, especially since we were sending many spirits for the spiral raid, but Town Hall made sure to speak up for them. Good that they did. That it is. Will you be staying long? I will stay here for as long as I am needed. Oh, there's always need. Yeah, I've heard that there might be a raid in a couple of months. Yes, your Leeds of Steel has said as much that he would be willing to commit to it, especially since he's not too much further from this hive than we are. It'll be interesting, though. The Red Talons have also agreed. 
seems there's lots of uniting going on, fighting hive, a common enemy. A hive usually does it. We can hope that we keep those lessons to heart, but, well, I've done my due diligence in studying our history. Uh, William will take a quick look around and state that you have. You have done your due diligence. Well, go enjoy. Several kin are here. I'm sure you'll, they'll enjoy the company. We have everyone gathering up. Be ready for the opening howl, though. I'm sure you'll enjoy. We'll begin sun sunset. Wouldn't miss it. Cora, Kyle, Mark, you re-enter the Sacred Stone grounds. When Cora, you hear, Cora! As you see Eleanor running at you as fast as she can. Cora will match speed and run right at her as well, arms stretched out. As your arms are stretched out and then you get this bad feeling as you see Eleanor or his eyes change from joy to just slight annoyance as you see her arm pull back and boom! She'll take it. <laughs> right, in the, right in the kisser. Where yeah. the fuck have you been? Coral will, like, rub her face where Eleanor hit her. It's like, greeting, thanks. We just got back from Erebus. I don't know what that means. I... We were in the Umbra, and we went through hell. So did not, I. So, not literally. Kin, Kin like myself, disappearing left and right, arrayed. You disappearing around the time that raid happened? I thought you were killed and no one would give me a straight fucking answer. I thought you were dead. We'll get up and like hang her head and I am so sorry. There was literally no way to get word to you. And she and just he'll... she just wraps her arms around Cora and pulls her in. As you feel your shirt get a little warmer with some tears. As you hear Eleanor going, You couldn't have just said something before you fucking left. I'm sorry. Coral go into it and explain to the best of her ability, you know, about how like she felt ashamed of what was going on with her, and she wanted to fix it as quickly as possible. She didn't realize that they were going to be gone that long, um, and she's just sorry. Like, all of it sounds like excuses, and she's sorry. So Coral, you know, hug Eleanor back and let her, like, I'm so sorry when we first got back and we heard of whatever this illness is. I was so worried. I was so worried about you. <sighs> I'm just glad you're okay. <sighs> I'm glad you're okay too. How's how's your family? Your your mom moved to California. Your dad's still around though. Yeah. Yeah. Your your mom was tired. It's it turns out that um, COVID wasn't the only plague. Uh, turns out ignorance spreads pretty rapidly, and especially in this city. That's so true. But everyone's still alive. Well, our family. Yep. That's good. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. They all got vaccinated. There's a vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people That's... not taking it, though. That's dumb. Yeah, it is. This is this is Keegan, not the character speaking. If you're listening, 
get fucking vaccinated if you're not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> get vaccinated. Oh god. Um, no, what are you up to? What are you up to? You're here at the... Yeah, the just... Set. Yeah, just working. They've been trying to get us kin more involved, especially after the that string of kidnappings. Like, uh, yeah, that's why Gabriella was very adamant about it. Even as a she spoke out of turn and got backhanded by Bloodwind pretty hard, but she was right. And she yeah. she she apparently argued for kin to start coming to Moots unless the veil was a big such a big risk factor that kin shouldn't be allowed to keep everyone safe. Wow, how's that? Are, are kin coming to Moots now? Was that... Yeah, we've got several kin who come to Moots. We try and rotate it out so it's not a huge thing that draws, you know, unwanted attention, but... That's exciting. That's exciting. Are you helping with tonight's? Yeah, I'm just listening to the news. Uh, it's real structured in some places. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and speak up during the breaking of the bone, but uh, usually... Kin, kin are so low on the totem pole, we don't get to speak up, typically. Can you tell me about what that is? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, the breaking of the bone is just, you know, this, the uh, part of the moot where the concern, yeah, the Garu talk about set businesses, and so basically any challenges are called. Uh, it looks, it's, I get, so what happens is any grievances are called first, any challenges for set positions, and then challenges for rank are now announced in front of the whole sept, and that's given. Then basically any kind of sept business that needs to be called out is going to be called out. Uh, there's a couple punishment rights occasionally that's happened over the the years uh, then but yeah you br- you guys bring up your concerns and it goes from highest rank to lowest rank with kin being at the last if we have time and once the the breaking the bones done you guys do some stories and then the revel gets called that's awesome i mean i'm sorry that it's hard for you guys to speak up what Which... is what's your concern oh uh, just, I, I've got I've got a couple who are ready to talk to it, a couple higher-ranking Garu, but with lockdowns coming out, the Garu had been defending our homes and doing patrols around our homes, but as people are leaving and having to drive around more and being in multiple places, you guys' patrols are going to have to go differently, and I want us to prioritize the young kin over, over some of us who can definitely, you know help ourselves and i'm gonna try and make it so that garu with richer kin can exude some pressure to give us uh special weaponry in case we're attacked though it sounds like the elders are kind of against that just on the off chance one of us goes bad and we have a weapon that can hurt you guys mark will kind of speak up a little bit special weaponry are they talking about fetishes no, we're talking about silver bullets. Ah. Uh. So if a black spiral dancer shows up, I can blow off his fucking jaw. Sentiment that is rightfully earned. But speaking of fetishes, uh, how is Unwielding Road? He's he's all right. We've had to make sure that we ride with one of you guys, which has 
put us back in some areas and helped us in others. Because none of us have Gnosis, so none of us can really get him to go without gas. Well, when the ending of the formal proceedings of the moot are done, I'll gladly help out. We appreciate it. And please, if there's any other concerns you'd like to bring up while I'm helping out, don't be afraid. Yeah, of course. Thanks. You're welcome. You're kin. And you're also family to my packmate. So, I want to help. Dimitri, as you're walking along, you actually see Casey, Tim, and Mallory here. Oh, hey. Hey, Tim. Mallory says as she comes up and gives you a big hug. Where have you been? Oh, it's... It's a long story. I've been away on, on business. Mostly. Tim has grown like a weed. As uh, Dimitri is going to look over at Tim and kind of, kind of squint a little bit, kind of jokingly, is like, Hey, I remember a, a little kid that kind of looked like you. His name was Tim. Have you seen him? Ha ha, Dimitri. How, how have you been? I've been good. You, you going to be singing stories? Oh, that's... That's what I was planning on doing, yes. Could you do me a favor and sing some stories of home? Of course. I yeah, I, I lost a, a friend a short time ago, so I'll, I'll, I'll sing of home and I'll sing of my friend too. As Tim walks over, he grabs your hand and just looks you up in his eye and that kind of stoic for a lack of better words, a moment of clarity that children sometimes have that is inexplicable, he looks you right in the eye and he goes, I'm sorry you lost your friend, Dimitri. I know that has to hurt. I'm just going to give him a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> Will, you see Dimitri as he, you see him surrounded by a kin, as you see him hugging this young kinfolk boy, as you see kind of like little misty tears in his Hamid form. Did I, did I hear any of that conversation as well? You heard a little bit. No. Yeah, you just heard the... I know that must have hurt from the kid. William will walk up and put a hand on Dimitri and... Sorry, buddy. And Dimitri will nod and, and say it's... It's all right. <sighs> as then... Uh, Casey goes... Wish Barry was here. I know he, he talked about missing you for a long time. What what happened to Barry? We all... We're all lucky, Dim. That... That vampire didn't know our names because we're new here. Barry was at the wrong place at the wrong time. He tried to get involved in that community network and he was with a couple other kin. It's grown a lot since you've been gone. He got taken by the spirals and apparently when they did their raid, they didn't they didn't find him. I'm I'm sorry that I wasn't there, that I wasn't around to help, but I I had to be elsewhere. We know. We we, we know. Um it just I don't I don't know if there was anything you could have done anyway. Maybe not, but well at the very least he is he is somewhere more peaceful, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Name's 
Name's Casey. It's nice to meet you. She extends her hand to Will. It's a pleasure to meet you, Casey. Name's William. Nice to meet you, William. Uh, sorry to hear about your friend. Yeah, he was a survivor. Dimitri's and ours sept fell a couple of years ago. I did hear about that in passing a couple times, but I didn't get much information from it. I'm still sorry to hear about that. Thank you. Seems yeah. like there's a lot of loss going on around here. Across the nation from what uh, that silent strider's been saying. Yeah. I lost one of my, my friends recently, but no use dwelling on the past. Am I right? Yeah. We've got we've got a lot going forward. We gotta make the best use of our time now. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. It's okay. I've come to terms with it and I've moved on. I won't forget who they were, as you shouldn't forget who your friend was, but don't dwell on it for too long. Yeah. So are the three of you staying at the Sacred Stone now? No, no, no. Kin start coming to Moots now. It's been a thing. Any Ken and Kin is a, gets the invite, and so now we know about the, the schedule. Oh, okay. First half moon of the month. Or I should say the waxing half moon. Well, I suppose I'll see you all later at the moot then. Yeah. As you guys are moving along, Dimitri, Kyle, while you're moving, you both hear a familiar voice going, Well, darn me. Look who brought in the trash. And no one knows trash better than me. Yes, I've got Kyle right here. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! As you see Steven run at both of you, he shifts into full Krinos at the last second so that he gets both of his arms wrapped around both of you and he lifts you up eight feet in the air with your legs kicking off of his shoulders as he starts spinning around and around and around. <laughs> it's good to see you. As he puts you down and goes, Time to walk. Go on. As he taps you a little bit as the world is just shaking for both of you. Uh, I'll spend a rage to shift into Krinos. All right. As you shift into Krinos, your dizziness disappears. I am going to shift into Lupus. You shift into Lupus. You're still a little dizzy, but you kind of fall over as Steven partially shifts his arm into a human arm so they can rub your stomach. And I'll just get back up on my feet again as he shifts back into his Hamid form. When you said you're going to be gone for a while, Kyle, I didn't know it was almost two years. I promise I would have told you if I knew. <laughs> I'll spend willpower so I can speak in Krinos. As he goes, anyway, meet my mini-me, as he points to Gabriella. She's been hanging around. Wants to be a bonar when she grows up, as he pulls her in. And she's, let go of me, dick fuck! Watch your, watch your tone. I outrank you. <laughs> oh, don't worry. He doesn't care about that. No, don't be spilling my secrets. I got her convinced. <laughs> Steven, the perpetual foster. Don't worry. You'll outrank me someday. I promise. Well, I'm, I'm proud you're still fostering. You could have oh. easily fallen to Cleo while I was gone. 
Ooh. Ooh. My... My wounded pride. Not... I don't have any. Because, as we all know, I love trash. Because I ain't nothing but trash. As he looks over and he sees Zeb laughing, you see him pick up a bunch of, like, because there's no snow. He picks up a bunch of just, like, half-rotted leaves and rolls them up like a snowball and he flings it at Zeb's head. Don't be laughing and not being part of the conversation. Forgive me. Forgive me. Ah, man. I appreciate you sending folk spirits out to look for us. <laughs> Actually bothering. Putting your name on the line. You're welcome. It's a hell of a thing to do. I wasn't going to let them kick my buddy out of this sept. I'd be willing to get knocked back down to Cleoth or fuck even Ronin for that. Thank you. That means a hell of a lot. As you see him shift into lupus, and he goes, Korra, as he squeezes out his scent gland and uses his stink gift as he shoots it right over her head <laughs> as a warning shot. Thanks, Steven. Shifts back to Hamid as he just opens his arms and <laughs> does like a, what, me? Thank you. Actually, thank you for standing up for us. Hey, I got some booze for the revel. I like booze for the revel. <laughs> That'll be fun. It's something Bloodwind is surprisingly good at. He's such a fucking hard ass about everything else, but goddamn, does he make it so that you want to just beat the shit out of anything and everything? Probably his personality. Probably his personality. <laughs> who's he? Hey, who, who are you? As he looks at William. Yeah, you. Pick, picking up uh, what's getting put down. Uh, William will like point at me and then look behind me and then look back. Like, me? Yeah, you. New here, uh, William. Hey, William. Got a question for you. As he Got shifts an into he shifts into Krynos and starts marching over. Cora just puts her uh, fingers on the bridge of her nose, like, okay, this is gonna be fun. I uh, William will also go ahead and shift into Krynos and to match. As Steven gets right in your face and then goes, "Why'd you shift into Krynos? I was just gonna comment on why do you why you dress so nice around these parts." Now you're just naked like I am. As he pushes you and laughs a little bit. Well, if you must know, I'm from... I'm from Steel Mountain. Oh. And I just got out of a, a business meeting. Oh, business meeting. La-dee-da. Your type don't like me at your... Seth, has something to do with how I'm wasteful with money. Kyle, have you ever known me to waste money? I have never met someone who could go further on a single dollar. Thank you. But I was just about to say, you have to spend money to make money, so... Yeah, that's a, that's something rich folks say to, you know, make up for not actually paying people. That That's when <laughs> William will throw his hands up like, Whoa, we pay people. Okay. As he goes, You guys know this jerkwad? Not well. We just brought him from Steel Mountain. Maybe you should hang out with him more. He seems like he needs to find a sense of humor and know when a joke's a joke. Ah, uh, Steven, is, he just hasn't met you. Huh. That's me. 
the one who should have been born a Ragavosh, but Gaia just needed these pretty old fists to do some smashing. Come on, Steven, maybe one of your signature handshakes might might call him over to your side. As he turns and goes, Yeah, put it there. Uh, William will have a look of confusion and regret for what he's about to do and throws his hand into... As Steven just grabs and starts squeezing, as then you... As Steven just grabs and you, he does a hard squeeze as you feel like this weird texture on your hand as he lets go and you've got like honey on your hand. It smells sickeningly sweet as he goes, Don't worry, that gift barely works. It's winter. Oh, right. As you see a couple flies landing and trying to eat off your hand. It's too warm. I forgot. <laughs> William will go ahead and take a look at the hand and start trying to wipe it on Steven. Oh, don't work that Steven's way. Fur. As you go, as you try, and it's just like your hand feels sticky, but there's none on Steven. It's just this gross, sticky, like, like you just ate a bunch of like candy, like a child, and got it just smeared all over your hand, sort of thing. And we all laugh. What this is this? A gift. Oh, no, our gift. I. Mark is kind of propping himself on Cora right now with his with his like brow in his other hand, and he's just trying to hold hold in the laughter. As Steven looks you over and goes, "You're a good egg. Shit, you didn't frenzy once. Was I supposed to? Most Arun like us are hardheads like that. It's a little test to see who's full of themselves and who's here to actually fucking bleed for the mother. You bleed good. You bleed exactly how you, when you got it." I appreciate that about you. As you see him, like, concentrate and your hand feels like it's normal again. I I thank you for, you know, removing your gift at this point. And I'm glad I passed your test. I don't know if I necessarily needed to, but... Well, when you're a medis, you want to test the bounds, since some people are real big fucking dicks. Look, you were the offspring of... Litany, that doesn't make you the issue. I appreciate that. Anyway, better foot forward. As he shifts into Hamid, it's nice to meet you. I am Stephen Town Hall, Arun Fostern of the Bone Nars. William will then shift back into Hamid, say, I'm William Rose Matrices, Arun Fostern of the Glasswalkers. And it's a Pleasure to meet, you, meet your acquaintance. Pleasure as well as mine. We, Uran, have to make sure that we throw everyone a curveball every now and then, am I right? Curveball, screwball, sometimes even a changeup. Yep, that's what a tribe of survivors do. Anyway, it was nice to meet you. Hey! As he looks over at Dimitri and Zeb, where's Roy? He's not coming back. Ah, oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Your pack gonna survive? Two to a pack usually draws draws a bit of ire. We were, uh, you were a pretty good litmus test for William here. Figured we put the pitch his way. Even had a guy that can reconnect us with reality after being gone for two years. Especially for Hal's and memory and me who ain't necessarily part of society. Anyway, what do you say, William? I think, uh, Town Hall did us a good turn here. Would you mind being part of our pack? Be honored to have see, you. I don't see why not. I've been packless for a little bit myself. It's no way to be. 
No better way to get over loss than with friends, together, not alone. Definitely learn that lesson. We'll have some folks introduce you to. One in particular. Our totem owl. We owed a good bit over the last two years. Might be back on track finally. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind running with you for a little bit. Maybe depending on uh, how things work out, we can make it permanent. Sounds great. Plenty to get started on. And so, you guys approach Owl as the Great Spirit looks William over. I see it. The Wild within the Weaver. You contrast well against my other son. The Weaver within the Wild. You have opened your heart to me, Grows Matrices, and I sense that there is a spark of the Wild in you, despite your tribe's affinity for the Spider. You walk a different kind of balance, but you do walk balance. Would you care to join this pack? I had made it, made my intentions clear that it's a pack I'm willing to join for the time being. And depending on the trial, so to speak, I would be more than happy to make it permanent. As you see the frayed piece of string shoot off from Owl's taloned foot, as it enters your heart, you see that the threads connect together to Dimitri and Zeb as well. For Owl closes its foot and stands and goes, Then you are part of the pack. Hopefully you decide to stay, for I see great things on the horizon. Honor to hear those words from you, Owl. Great. Oh, great spirit, Owl. So you all return to the Karen. You begin to hear the elders howl. The summonings has begun. As all the Garu of the Sept begin to move in, as they all start to collect the kinfolk and back the Garu in front, as a few Garu stay behind, they are the guardians, and thus they cannot be part of the moot proceedings right now. As everything starts to grow quiet, you hear some grumbles. As you then hear the tail singer call out, Who will be joining us? We call upon one to play the fool. Who will stand? Who will be the foolish one? And you hear calls the knight. I will question the litany. I will ask why our rites be performed. And so the Master of Howl begins to sing a song. Their howl begins to go as they shift into lupus, as the other Garu start to shift and make noise as well. Summon Krinos, summon, summon lupus, summon Hispo. As a song begins to grow and grow, as now well over 30 or 40 wolves are now howling together in unison. It is a howl of war. A howl of healing, where when one takes a blow and only receives half a victory, that simply means that they have time to rise up and fight again. And you hear the fool call out, But why do we rise? Why not change tactics? Why not simply sidestep and find a new target? And you hear other Garu beginning to call out, yelling, standing firm, as you hear Bloodwind going, we will not change target, for the target that we need, the enemies we must face are right before us. You hear another Garu shouting something similar as everyone's starting to get involved in this sort of howl and rejection. 
you hear the song continue. The song of the sept. The song, the song of how the sept of the sacred stone is a shifting moon. It has gone through phases. It has waxed and waned through tribes, through traditions and loss of traditions, before finally becoming full again, finding its way again, to be held by older brother again. But this time different. New craters are seen in the shining light as new tribes have come to accept this sect for the way it is and to help it for the way it was. The songs die down. And the fool, after their constant chastising of traditions, finally steps away as there is a final growl and howl of great strength. It is then that sees unseen steps forward as you see them perform the rite of summoning as they throw up their hands and great golden eagle arrives bless us great golden eagle for we honor you and we honor your brood we summon the spirits now to watch over us but first of all we summon you great spirit who has been there since the dawn of time he who gives visions to us and shines a light in these uncertain times. Great Spirit, guide us. Show us mercy. For now the spirits must come and hear of Garu business. The fires burn bright. So do our hearts. Thurges of each pack, summon your totems. Bring them forth. Is the diff change for totem spirits for summoning? Or is it just the base of seven? It's the base of seven. Okay. And so, after a few minutes, other spirits start to arrive and start forming. When you guys see Jatu, Winds of the Ashen Dead, begin to summon as an owl spirit arrives to watch over and represent as you see him standing there. As then Seas Unseen goes, Shining Ones, step forth! As you see Garu of various tribes stepping forward, Mark will step forward too. As you all start to step forward and you see them come with paints as they start drawing the glyphs of the tribal totem spirits on them. He starts with one of older brother drawing the great serpent spirit before drawing things such as water, knowledge, secrets. It then goes to sees unseen. She goes to Mark then as you see her draw the symbol of unicorn prominently on his chest before then drawing the Garu glyph of peace, of mother, of child of Gaia, and of brother, brotherhood. She goes down the line for each of them and then goes, Shining Ones, summon a representative of your totem. And so that'd be a jaggling roll, mm-hmm. so that'd be a diff six. As they start to appear... You see a smaller unicorn spirit arrive before Mark, before you see Seas Unseen begin to nod as several of the galliards around begin to give guttural growls. It starts to move in rhythm before you start to see some of the kid playing drums, flutes, and even guitars are being played throughout as there is this rhythmic music as they begin to dance slowly in a circle. Mark, I need perception performance diff six. 
as you're seeing what the dance looks like, you're able to properly move, shaping your actions just in time and in time with everyone else. As there seems to, as you start to realize, you make shapes like a unicorn into the shadows with your hands. You move your hand in fluid motions with your dance to create a horn. As you move around in a circle around a fire, overhead you see wood crashing over your head and into the fire. It grows and grows and grows until the heat becomes almost unbearable. Sweat matting down your hair, moving down your body as the paints and glyphs start to slide down your body and run across you as your whole body becomes a mix of ruddy reds and turquoise blues as the paints mash together in a strange cacophony as things move on and on and on as you move and dance the night continuing on before there is a final howl and all is silent and in the physical world you look and you see the animals and the spirits looking around a great bear sitting down next to Famori's bane an owl landing and watching in the trees over the ill omens you see a wolf appear and trot next to Bloodwind in his pack. You see a boar in other places. Snakes writhing with others. A rat with Steven. As things grow silent, finally. As you all sit down, you start hearing whispers from some who are returning, some of the Shining Ones. And some of the others, the such as the Collar of the Wild, going to each pack, whispering, Think of who will who will gift Gnosis to the Karen to keep it healthy during the revel. As you sit, and it is here that the new face arrives, you see an old native, older Native American man of about middle age step forward. I am Nathaniel Swift Judgment, and this is my counterpart, Isaac Evenclaws, the master of challenge. It is time for the breaking of the bones! As you see them pick up a few animal corpses that have been cleaned for meat to be eaten around as there are plates handed around for people to grab and eat from as well as other dishes prepared by kin as they throw the bones into the fire as the fire starts to consuming them and you see the bones heat up and some of them already begin to crack when Swift Judgment goes First, the challenges. Any who seek challenges now, as you already hear from the back, I shall I strikes with swiftness. Arun of older brother seek to challenge Bloodwind of the Get of Fenris for the honor of being Wormfoe. Bloodwind stretches out. You see the wolf stretch. He has several new scars, as you see a rather brutal one that has nicked off his left ear halfway that leads down to the old wolf's cheek and all the way to its chin as he stretches and nods. The litany is clear. A leader may be challenged during peacetime. Even Claus steps forward. The challenge is yours, Bloodwind. The challenge is combat for the worm foe must deal in blood. How do you set the challenge 
I accept the challenge and I say that we fight in our, for our lupus forms. We shall t determine this battle through skill and strength. The regeneration of our breed locked away. Let us fight and see who is the stronger. All gifts barred, only fang, only strength, only knotted muscle. The two wolves circle as you hear even Claw go, to first blood! And so the two wolves circle each other, growling, fur up, snaps and snarls, biting at each other's feet, just missing. Before both launch at each other, as you hear the howl and the gripe, the battle of the two as they swarm each other, wrapping each other up and down, slamming down before Bloodwind gets his fangs right into the throat and chomps only a little bit, drawing but a drop of blood. Even Claws holds up his arm. Bloodwind is the rightful victor and keeps the position of Wormfoe. Next, Swift Judgment go, calls out, it is those who wish to seek to have their rank recognized. Who among you think you are worthy? Who among you think that you can step the ladder? You hear the howl of Bloodwind next. As he gets up, cracking his neck from the just succeeded battle. I seek the rank of Athro. And I seek my rank challenge to come from Howling King. You, Silverfang. Your tribe is weaker than mine, but it is the greatest here who knows the ways of battle. Give me a task worthy of me, Howling King nods. And so you shall. We will have a great golden eagle use the vision far and wide to find a great bane spirit that you must hunt with your pack. You must bring the spirit down, and only you can be harmed. If it draws blood from any of your pack members, you fail. For you have not proven yourself worthy of leadership. So it shall be done. This sept will know if I succeed. And they know that I am brave enough to act, rise for the challenge. All is quiet. Any others? Swift judgment calls out. Philodoxes. If even Claus requires it, offer your services to him. For it is now the airing of grievances. Who has grievance in this sect? As you see several come forward as they start calling out others for challenges. Even Claw looks. Guards the low. Happy to help if you need me. It seems I do. And as you go, Silver Scribe speaks up and she goes, I wish to challenge winds of a bitter song. I do not want his set position but I have heard his stories. I wish him to give other tribes a chance to sing more at Moots. I find great grievance with how he tells his stories and how he does not accept other tellings of it. Winds of the Bitter Song, you have been challenged, and the challenge will be Gamecraft. I accept. I ask that we have a storytelling competition during the songs and histories to have us play off of one, e one another to tell a story together 
And whoever can bend the story to their will in a way that the other must accept the narrative. The challenge is fair. And the challenge will proceed. As you see some, it is a combat challenge, so you'll have to wait to judge yours, Kyle. As the challenges go on left to right, up, uh, so on and so forth, once they're done, the Garver are lifted, their grievances aired, and everyone knows who is the better in their particular challenges. Everyone is watching these challenges now. And we will see how this moot continues next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will catch you in that next episode. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.